like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kevin Freeman on the line. He's the Agency Development Manager over at Colonial Life. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. So, Kevin, I'm excited to get more into what you're doing uh, over at Colonial Life, but before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. Um, How'd you get started as an entrepreneur? Well, it really started um, back in the late 90s when I was uh, working for my dad's business. My dad's an an entrepreneur, um, so I was in the paper industry, um, but I always knew that I wanted to get into finance of some kind, um, so I actually uh, got into Merrill Lynch as an intern, and from there I got transferred over to Prudential Securities when my team got bought out, Um, and that's where I got all my licenses to become a stockbroker. I was there for uh, roughly a year before I moved over to Charles Schwab. I left the, the team that I started with, and I was with Charles Schwab from 2000 to 2012, and I left there as a vice president um, in February of 2012. Wow, so and, um, a yeah. lot of different transitions within um, within finance, and I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people listening that are maybe younger, just mm-hmm. graduating college or a couple of years out of college, and they're considering a career um, as a financial professional. What kind of advice would you give to that to that next group of potential financial professionals coming out? Do your homework, and I mean I mean that legwork where you're actually going out and interviewing. Uh, financial professionals at potential companies that you want to work at. Uh, that's how I got picked up at Merrill Lynch is it was a class project when I was in college. Um, they said, go find a, an executive at a company you might want to work for and see if they'll give you a half-hour interview. And that's what I did, and it turned into an internship at Merrill Lynch. Uh, but it really comes down to learn about the company, learn about the culture. Uh, as you said, when I first started, I there was a lot of moving around, and it was not expected, I mean, from my perspective, that that was going to happen. Uh, it really started out as, hey, I want to work for this team at Merrill Lynch, but this team decided that Merrill Lynch wasn't the place for them after they'd been there for 15 years. Uh, so they moved over to Prudential, and I, w- I was now left without really an employer within Merrill Lynch, and my boss just left, and his boss just left. So I was told that, hey, you're, you can come with us, or you can go find the another job somewhere else because Merrill Lynch isn't going to keep you. Um, And I was just an intern. I didn't know any better, so I went with them. Um, When I got over to Prudential, it it was a whole new experience starting from the brand-new office built customized for us. Um, I got to meet a whole new group of people. But then some of the business practices that I saw the people I was working with doing weren't – didn't really sit well with me, so I, I left. Um, and I went to Charles Schwab at the recommendation of a friend, and that's where I found my home for 12 years. And that's what I wanted out of a out of a career is I wanted to be someplace solid. I wanted to be someplace for the long haul. Um, but as with most corporate jobs, you're still working for somebody else. And I want to work for myself, so that's why in 2012 I left 
uh, Schwab took a year off just trying to find my way. Um, at first, I thought I was going to be a martial arts instructor because I've got a background in that. Um, I thought uh, maybe I would start a, a string of schools. I thought uh, I would help my wife in her, vet, her veterinary practice and open up that. But then Colonial Life gave me a call, and uh, that's where I – it's a longer story, but I basically told them no um, until they said, look, you're going to be working for yourself. We just want to be one of, one of your vendors. And that's what got me in to talk to them. And so uh, wow. it's now been that's seven years. I, I think I think that's actually a great transition. Let's let's get a little bit more into Colonial Life and what kind of things you're doing for them and what kind of projects you're working on. All right. Um, so Colonial Life is the company to be at if you want to offer supplemental benefits to businesses. And what I mean by that is if you've ever worked for a company that had a benefits package, be it healthcare or 401ks or anything like that, I'm one of those guys behind the scenes that actually sets that up. So I'm the one that's talking to the HR directors or the CFOs or business owners that are actually setting up the benefits package for the employees to look at. I might be one of several guys, but my job is really on the supplemental health care benefits um, and in some cases providing the enrollment platform for other carriers to put their benefits on. So I might not be offering the, the Aetna or, or Kaiser Healthcare that you're signing up for, but I might be providing the computer system that you're using to sign up for it. Uh, so my job is really twofold. Meet with business owners and HR representatives to get Colonial's benefits in the door to offer to the employees. And number two, I need to have somebody glued to my hip at all times so I can be training them how to do it. Mm. No, that makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, well, any trends you're noticing in the employee benefits arena? I mean, you deal and you're in that space day in and day out, so I know there's a lot of moving parts. Um, what kind of trends are you noticing? Actually, there's a couple. Um, so in the past, it's been your your healthcare broker or benefits broker would walk in and do his dog and pony show, and then provide the paper applications uh, for everybody to sign up on. That's kind of going by the wayside, but we're still seeing it. I mean, it's, we're halfway through 2019, and we're still seeing paper applications in the marketplace. Um, so the trend is much more towards the electronic enrollment systems, um, human resources information systems, or HRIS, uh, so that employees can electronically enroll. But yet we're still seeing that people still want to talk to a person. I mean, they, they see all the benefits being offered on a computer system, and yet there's nobody to talk to or ask questions, and the business owner or HR manager doesn't always have the time to really do that. Again, that's where me and my team come in is because we'll sit down with the employees and walk them through the computer system. We will explain the benefits to them. So the trend of going towards electronic is there, but still needing that person to be able to have the human conversation with. Um, that, I think, is colonial strength because everybody can offer a computer system, but who's got the person that can actually sit there and hold your hand? No, that's great. Um, 
What kind of things do you think, uh, you know, let's, there's a lot of employers listening, employers, um, C-level execs, a lot of decision makers listening, and they're, and they're, you know, maybe they're looking at their, their current employee benefits or maybe they're thinking about the company they're currently with and whether it makes sense to stick with them or not. I mean, what kind of things should they be looking at in terms of evaluating if they're in the right spot or not? Okay, so when you're looking, a lot of uh, business owners and C-level execs that I've talked to, when they see somebody like me coming through the door, their instant reaction is, oh, geez, it's another, it's another insurance guy. That's funny. Right, and they've seen, I mean, seven to ten of those, I mean, halfway through the week of just random insurance guys walking through wanting to sell them stuff. What, are, what is that person going to do for the company beyond just provide insurance? In fact, if Colonial Life, and this is one of the things I like to, to tell people, if Colonial Life were to shut down their insurance today and start charging for all the other things that we do, we would still be a company. We could stop selling insurance, charge for everything else that we do, and we would still exist. Our model right now is we're an insurance company that does all this other stuff for free. We fund it by, by having our insurance benefits. So that's the big question is what are you going to do for me as a, as a company other than just want to get in here and sell my employees insurance. And that, that's, that's the key to everything. And unfortunately, it's not, that's not a trend in the industry that I've seen pick up enough speed. A couple companies, a couple of my competitors are kind of doing it, um, but not to the degree that I think should be done. Uh, but that's my perspective coming from being the personal financial advisor where I'm sitting with, a couple and their maybe their entire family talking about their personal lives. So now when I'm talking to a business, I'm, I want to get to know them as a business. I don't, they're not just a client. I need to know what their day looks like. What are their problems? How can I fix that? If they buy something from me or not, I don't care so long as they left with something useful. Yeah, I love it. Um, great stuff, Kevin. So if somebody is uh, listening to this and they want more information or cl on Colonial Life or to connect with you individually, what's the best route for them to follow up? I'd say contact me directly. Um, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm out everywhere and I'm on my phone all the time. So you can reach me uh, via email at Kevin K E V I N dot Freeman F R E E M A N at ColonialLifeSales.com. dot com. Um, or you can reach me on my on my cell phone at 818-351-9960. All right, fantastic. So, uh, hey, Kevin, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, telling us a little bit more about your background, giving the, giving the audience, some, um, especially those just uh, freshly minted college grads, some advice about how to, how to go about looking in the financial industry um, and also what you're doing over at Colonial Life. So great stuff there. Um, to the audience, as always, I really appreciate you tuning in. Hope you got value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Kevin, thanks again for coming on.